Hello, and welcome to The Violet Vulture. My name is Emmy, and I'm your host and a multi-hyphenate, multi-passionate, too-much person. My work can best be described as an ever-evolving commitment to living well, dying well, and walking through life as sensuously as possible. We're actually mixing it up a bit today on the podcast. Today's mini-sode is a get a meditation and a little reflection on the new moon in Gemini. This is our first bit of lunar activity coming out of the extra spicy eclipse cycle, and it's our first Gemini moon that was an eclipse after the eclipse cycle of Sag and Gemini for a few years there. I'd already planned on doing a mini that was also meditation, but in light of the ever-growing list of unprecedented events, it felt even more appropriate to take a moment to check in with ourselves and our bodies. Shifting into something a bit more contemplative and restorative feels absolutely perfect right now. Think of today's episode as a time for some energetic recalibration. If it's been hard for you to check in with yourself because you've been going on autopilot and potentially resenting it a little as you continue to burn out, this one's for you. A few bits of housekeeping before we get going. This meditation will include focused breathwork, crystal sound bowl action, and dialogue throughout. I've designed this to be ideal for a listener at any phase of the day, whether it be commuting or powering down. While this guided meditation will touch on subjects related to the new moon in Gemini, the broader strokes of curiosity, realigning after hard times, embracing transition, and gauging whether you're honoring if you should communicate inwardly or outwardly can be for anyone at any time. I will be ending this mini with the closing of the meditation, so no final comments to disrupt your flow. If you enjoyed today's mini meditation, let me know. I know we tried something different here today, and I'd love to know if you want more. If you'd like to support the podcast, please give us a five-star rating and a written review if you're listening in on Apple Podcasts. You can keep up with me on Instagram, my website, or get added to my newsletter, The Inner Circle. Links for everything that I touched on in the show notes. I hope to keep seeing you on the internet. Anyway, without further ado, let's get to meditating, shall we? Give yourself a moment to get situated wherever you are. We're just taking gentle breaths. Let yourself go at your own natural rhythm. If you're driving while listening to this, take note if you're tensing more than you ought to. Are you gripping the steering wheel because it's extra windy today? Or is it simply out of habit? There's being alert and there's being anxious. Notice how you might be clenching elsewhere in your body. Continue to come back to the breath. If you're tuning in between meetings or if you're going for a walk, Be extra mindful about the upper part of your body. How are you walking? Are you hunched over? Is your jaw clenched? Are you gripping your phone after another episode of doom scrolling? This is all just information, 
no need to be self-critical, continue to come back to the breath. If you're sort of powering down, sitting or resting, take this moment to take a scan of how you feel throughout your entire body. Starting from the crown of your head, down to how you might be holding tension in your neck, shoulders. We often neglect how much we are holding tension in our forehead and other parts of our face. Is your stomach in knots as you go further down? Are your feet firmly planted to the floor? Again, we're just taking inventory. No need to judge. Take this moment to sit up a little taller without putting any extra pressure on your lower back. As we have gone through taking an assessment of where we are in this moment, you can see just how much our bodies carry and hold on to without remembering that it's okay to put them back down. Taking a moment to check in with yourself, your breath, and where you might benefit from easing up can make a big difference. I'd like to offer the framework for the breath work at this time. If you're able to exhale more audibly, it goes something like this. That is inhale, followed by another inhale, followed by a loud exhale, letting it all go. I like to imagine a small ball of light that is hovering just over my head. Mine resembles the whitish, yellowish glow of an old light bulb. It's warm and it kind of flickers like a little fire. What does yours look like? What does it feel like? I hold this image and I envision my breath, my inhale, drawing this ball down intentionally the one time, and I'm bringing it down to enter my body and hover near either my third eye or throat chakra. And then when I draw that second breath down immediately after, I'm drawing this ball down further into my heart center. The final exhale is an opportunity to release it down through the rest of my body to spread the goodness I need and to release what is simply stale energy. Breathing in. Exhale. If you are able, be loud, take up space, make that noise. It can feel incredibly cathartic. <sighs> Breathing in everything you need to, letting go of anything with just extra dead weight. You can resume a comfortable breathing rhythm or you could always come back to this breath work as long as it feels supportive to you. This breath work feels very Gemini to me. 
Intellectually, it feels like it shouldn't feel freeing to heavily exhale because I feel like we associate heaviness with pain. But that's not always the case. While I personally find new moons to be more low-key, they feel introspective because it's about intention setting, but this Gemini energy is stimulating. It's communicative and logical. It has opinions that may seem contradictory, but Gemini lives for the duality. When paired with this introspective new moon moment, it can help us mentally sort through our feelings and find new ways to express our emotional breakthroughs to others. Breathe in. Exhale. We are incredibly complex creatures. We're allowed to be walking paradoxes. The Gemini new moon is an especially good time to cultivate connection, to make space for curiosity, find clarity amidst any other types of cosmic chaos. Gemini is also one of the mutable signs. Its energy encourages us to accept shifts and embrace transitions. Every moment is teachable. I want you to imagine that you're facing a bookshelf or your bookcase, maybe a pile of books you may keep next to your bed. The book on the top of the rack or the stack that draws your eye is yellow. You're not immediately familiar with what this book is, but it stirs your interest. Your ball of light that's hovering over your head takes on the color yellow as well. There's just something about this book. (sighs) You take a moment to feel the weight and texture of this cloth-bound book, taking note of how it is well-maintained, but also shows signs of use. You flip it open to where a bookmark has been placed. You realize it is an index card with a question scrawled on the front side. This side that you're seeing first has a white background and black text. The question reads, using one word, what is inspiring about the world around you? Take a moment to reflect on what your answer to this question might be. feel the ink on the back giving weight to the card, that feeling of moisture when you know that there's a sizable amount of of ink. You flip the index card over. It has white block letters and is blacked out. It is the inverse of what you see on the opposite side. The question on this side of the card reads, how have you gotten away from yourself? And how do you intend to get back home? We all have memories of being lost or losing someone we were supposed to keep tabs on. Like losing your parent in a grocery store, 
or me losing my brother at a busy comic convention. It can feel daunting and scary to feel lost, but your options are to go hunting yourself or to ask for help. You ultimately find that relief once you're reunited once again. The answer to this question, how have you gotten away from yourself? How do you intend to come back home? Can be answered both or either ways. You can phone a friend, ask someone you trust who can offer some direction. When you set the card down, you realize that while you're clutching this yellow book, you realize is actually a journal. You take this moment to pour your ideas onto the page or create a list of to-dos of how you'll engage with people around you to see if they can help you address these questions. Or both. However you decide into these questions and document their responses is correct. Either or, or both. Once you've gotten from it what you need, set the book down and return to the breath. You can begin to get some gentle movement back in if you'd like to come back. Rolling your shoulders back, maybe circling your wrists a few times, circling your ankles. When you're ready, your eyes were closed, gently flutter them open, and proceed with the day and with your plan. Whatever you choose is valid, and you can always change your mind. Be sure to drink lots of water, maybe have a little snack. Sending you lots of love and blessings on this new moon. Thank you for tuning into the Violet Vulture. Bye for now.